everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your horrible, nasty, bad video game ideas from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA titles. I'm your host, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea. Welcome to the podcast. AJ, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Blake, today is Sunday the uh, 21st, 21st, which means 21st? that yeah. this week, you know what happened? You know what we got to ha- de- delectably chow down on this week? Uh... Uh, Smash introduced two new characters that were thirst traps for the entire Smash community. You're right, a- baby boy. <laughs> it was a Nintendo Direct week, and uh-huh, we uh-huh. got we got everyone's everyone's super excited. We got Xenoblade Chronicles two reps in Smash now. I know everybody was chomping at the bit for that game's representation. I am mm-hmm, admi- mm-hmm. I am unironically excited about them because I think that having the Zelda mechanic, like the Zelda Sheik mechanic back in mm-hmm. Smash is very fun and very cool. Also the designs are really nice. Like I know like there's oh, the, yeah. it's the whole thing of like haha booby like whatever, but the designs are good. Like it's super cool like light up LEDs you know all what? over. It- the the girls got those girls got RGB. You know what's fucking crazy, actually? Now that I think about it, you know what they remind me of? They remind hmm. me of, um, like, Studio Trigger. Because it has, like, a certain pro-mare energy as well as, like... It's because uh, they got Gurren RGB Lagan. lighting. Yeah. Yeah, they got... Well, because they have, like... the. I think it's, like, they have the X's all over their armor plating. Like, uh, the ones, like, on their arms and shit. They have, like, the green X's on the, on the forearms and shit. And it's just, like, it's very striking. And also, they're, like... God, uh, who's your favorite character uh, to to enter? I think <laughs> I like what? the one the one in what the one did in you red. just say to me? Who's I was I'm trying to ask. Sorry, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit spacey today. I'm trying to remember the name. It's it's Pyra and Mithra, right? Are the yes. t- names of the two characters? Who's your favorite character? Pyra or Mithra? I like, honestly who's your favorite character design? I couldn't tell you. I don't remember them very much in my brain. Ha- have uh, you ever know... played Xenoblade Chronicles? Have I ever played Xenoblade Chronicles 2? Of course not. Nobody played Xenoblade Chronicles 2. You know, I'm sure whatever you said was very funny, but I heard none of it because of our shitty phone connection. We're not even on the internet. I want everybody to understand. We had a bit, like, for the longest time, ever since I've done my move, we've had, like, connection issues while we were over the internet. We're on a cell service connection right now. We are on a phone call through T-Mobile, and that's how bad my service is. When I tell y'all I'm out in the boonies, I'm not joking. I'm in the Mm -hmm. woods. I got to... I have I currently have been like you know dabbling with a remote editing job and my internet is so bad that when I need to get footage for that I have to load my laptop up into my car drive down <laughs> into the Starbucks and download footage the Dead Rising Let's Play that we're releasing currently on the channel all of that footage has to be downloaded from a Starbucks parking lot <laughs> Well, you know, hey, it could be worse. You could have to part podcast from a Starbucks parking lot, which I don't know. It might. I. I, I hate the way things are going. <laughs> That's what we could do. We'll do that. Well, it'll be a fun little Patreon tier. Uh, AJ it won't be fun. Gonna go to Star- each of us are going to go to Starbucks and fucking podcast from the parking lot. You, uh... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we had a Nintendo Direct this week, and it was super fun. We've got all sorts of fun games on the way. We've got a dodgeball game, which I hope won't be like a Ninjala situation all over again. Well, I, We've got... I think I, th- I think that situation is going to be interesting because I think it's going to be a lot like um, like I'm trying to remember another sports game. Uh, like Mario Tennis. It was like, hey, that's really fun for like a week, and then nobody talked about it afterward. Well, the problem that I have with Ninjala is that it well the demo was its own nightmare but the game itself feels like dookie mm-hmm. well because didn't you like str- try logging in for early access and yeah well that, for hours that, yeah and then it yeah, yeah that was the demo that was the demo and it was its own beast but like the game itself do you know how it <laughs> operates on the switch i have never seen anything uh from ninjala other than like the loading screen that you were waiting on during your stream that's you the only the the game. thing you stream the game like yeah. you're playing it remotely you're pl- you play Ninjala remotely. Why? That's that why just... it's such a small download on your Switch. And like uh-huh, uh-huh. that's how you're connecting to someone else's thing. It's like the Google Stadia attempt, but on but on the Nintendo Switch. And the Nintendo Switch is known for its super good uh, internet connections. 
Well, I, you know, I, I don't know. Like I, streaming games, I I used to be kind of not really for, but I think that's just kind of where the future of gaming is going, and I think we just kind of have to accept that. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I I love physical. Like having a nice a nice beautiful wall of all of my game cartridges and shit just to look at is like it's it's cool. It's like it's a sense of pride and stuff. But like at the end of the day, I feel like all of our shit's going towards digital, and that's scary. But you know. I, I, it doesn't bother me as much as it used to, but the fact that, but it has to work, you know? <laughs> Sorry. I'm just double checking that. I'm not talking out of my ass about the whole Ninjala being played remotely thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you and I talked about it before, so I, I am, wouldn't be surprised. You know, the one thing I do got to say about Ninjala though, um, even though it's just, it does play like ass, all the character designs are wicked fun. But it we're not here serious... to talk about Ninjala. We're here to talk about the uh, the games that came out on the Nintendo Direct. You, of course, watched the Nintendo Direct, right, Blake? No, I was busy playing. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing during the Nintendo Direct. I think I might have been at work. You were at work. Yeah, it was on a Tuesday <laughs> at like 2 p.m. You were at yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> um, we all, we all, well, I'll tell you about the news that mattered. Um, no More Heroes 3 is coming out in August. Pira mm. and Mithra are coming to Smash. Um, there's some new run and gun that's a deck building game, it looks like, called Ooh. Neon White, I think. That game Ooh. seems dope. Oh, wait, no, I know which one you're talking about because they have like the fucking sweet, like, uh, white masks, right? Yes. Oh, dude, I am like, I am wicked excited for that. I have not seen, I don't know, like, there are some games where I don't have to see gameplay. I could just see a poster and I'm like, <gasps> that's the that aesthetic that aesthetic i love like katana zero was one of them i didn't need to see any of the gameplay i just saw like the sweet like rainbow rgb like neon sign and then the guy like doing like the sweet yeah like, some, uh, sometimes like... <laughs> the aesthetic is enough mm -hmm. neon abyss yeah yeah this game looks so fucking cool I don't really have anything funny. I was just wanting to talk about the Nintendo Direct a hey, little you bit. Know, hey, it's got a lot of cool a... games that I'm excited for. Nintendo hey, that... really banged it out this week. Yeah, dude, nothing nothing wrong with that. I think that sometimes it's just fun to talk about how cool games are. But you know what? That's not what this podcast is about. We uh, have spent in the last... We give the first 10 minutes time to talk about whatever we want. Sometimes it's uh, our food fantasy. Sometimes it's talking about games we love playing. But you know what the rest of the episode's for, AJ? Talk about games that should not be made. So hit me with that first submission. I got a submission from our Reddit from user Boomfruit. Spore mm -hmm. Metroidvania crossover. You play as a Ooh. mad scientist locked in some secure facility, but for some reason you have access to a lab. You must selectively breed creatures for abilities that will let you navigate and eventually escape your prison. Mm, okay. So are you thinking... I'm thinking, uh, like, we all played Spore and we all had a great time with Spore, but what if Spore was a little bit more conscious about the decisions that you were making and the power-ups that you were going out to hunt down grab and become mm -hmm. well and i'm wondering this, i what are you so, wondering so i okay so the way i picture this working is you're okay so you're some scientist who is on uh, is in prison correct so like what if we take this angle with it um, one of the things in like sci-fi I noticed is like, or the evolution of how people see the prison system evolving is that rather than you being put on a prison on the planet you're from, you get extradited to like Mars and that, and Mars is the prison. Um, the whole planet is that prison. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. so what I'm thinking is, is you are a scientist that has been sent to this prison and your goal is to break out. So you have like maybe some you smuggled some uh, it could be. Oh, actually, there's this is really cool because we can do this double gameplay thing. Uh, there's this one uh, VR game called um, Prison. Pr it's not Prison Escapist. I think it's Prison Recateur or something like that. It's a VR game where you are in your cell. And the gameplay is, is you're making a bunch of contraband. So you're like rolling cigarettes, you're making booze, you're counting your money, you're organizing it, you're trying to hide it. But you constantly need to be looking outside your cell to make sure no guards are going to come in and bust you. And if they bust you, you lose all your progress, you lose all your money, you lose all your contraband. You have to start basically from scratch. So what I'm thinking is, is you do this game where you start, the the, the thing starts, you have your little chemistry set, you have to like spore-like build a monster that you then put outside your window and, the, the, and then you can control it remotely. So yeah, and then the then gameplay changes, this... and you play as the little monster that has to run around the prison and just but, continues to try to do your breakout. 
but you constantly need to be switching back and forth between remote controlling that monster as it gathers more resources to bring back to you. Oh, that's and, fun. And looking outside your prison, uh, your prison cell, because the moment they come over, if they, if a prison guard walks by your cell and they see you with like a little fucking um, joystick controlling a monster or controlling something, and then they look at the the monitor or whatever and they see like a first person view, guess what? You lose all your progress. You lose. Oh, that's they go fun. and hunt down that monster. Um, so it's basically you're just you have to sneak your way into building building monsters. Then it goes out, collects resources that you bring back that allows you to expand your chemistry set or your your genetics set mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and allows you to build bigger and better monsters. And the ultimate goal is, is like trying to build a monster big enough to come back or to the prison enough. and or strong enough to come back and break you out of prison. But the how it works is um, the it. Your could it be that the prison itself has a bunch of security systems? So like you like insert you just are doing different attempts to learn more maybe or like of course the the, the prison has security systems and like things mm -hmm. in place to make it a little bit more of like the metroidvania which mm -hmm. this brings me to a discussion that i want to hash out with you right mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. because i have two points about this game that i need to make clear and i'm going to just say we can either talk about terminology or we can talk about jumba jukiba I have no idea what that last word was. <laughs> oh, you don't know about Jumba Jukiba? No, I have no idea what you're saying, friend. Which one do you want to, which thread do you want to follow through then? Jumba Jukiba Jum or terminology? J Jumbo Jukiba, please. Okay, so the Jumba Jukiba thread, this is going to be the thread that takes us to our main character, Blake Ray. We're going to be playing as hit evil scientist Jumba Jukiba from the Lilo and Stitch universe. You might know him as the creator of Stitch. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. That's the oh, end of that you're... thread. The main character is Jumba Jukiba. You play as Jumba. You're creating experiments to get you out of prison. Now, mm -hmm, the other mm -hmm. thread that I need to go through here is the terminology. Blake, I hate the term Metroidvania. Mm -hmm. The the submitter, our incredible friend Boomfruit, gave us the idea of Spore Metroidvania crossover. Now, Spore, this, we've all we've used the term Spore-like gameplay before. Lots of people have. It's the idea of you going out. Eating things, gaining power, having babies, and growing them. Obviously, spore-like is a bad terminology for a video game's genre, right? We have looter shooters. We have beat-em-ups. We need something mm -hmm. else for spore-type games. I propose to you breed and feed. <laughs> now, that one's easy, right? Like, knocked it out of the park, whatever, done and done. We know what, like, if I told you that we're going to play a breed and feed, you know exactly what I'm going to be talking about. Roguelikes, I, 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 I heard the terminology <laughs> thrown around that they should be called try and dies instead. Very okay. good. Love my that. Issue, my issue with breed and seed is that breed and seed are the same fucking thing. You gotta, no, br you gotta pick breed something. and feed. And seed? Feed, as in chomp, chomp, nom, nom, nom. Breed and feed. Breed like, oh, you breed know, and, and feed. feed. I thought you said yeah, yeah, breed yeah. and seed, and I'm like, those are the those are the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Breed and seed is a bad name. I agree with you. Breed and feed is a good okay, genre okay, style. Okay, I agree with you. Breed and feed, I, I think that's a good name, but the the submission was requiring a metroidvania thing yeah so and i is, hate the is... term metroidvania can you help me find a better term for games like that you know <sighs> a game like a game like a hollow knight or a metroid or a castlevania or an indivisible something i've that, heard like... it just i've heard it described as trackbacks before because you're tracking back to like trackback is very good I've I've heard that I don't know where it was. I think it might have just been on some like obscure like game review channel. But I think Trackback would um I think it might have been on a Frederick Nunset, like on a down the rabbit hole when he was describing some video game culture. Um God, that guy's so smart. So okay, so it's a breed and feed trackback game. And here's how I think <laughs> So this is how <laughs> they were committing to the bit, dude. So this is how I think um we can get that trackback system in there. So this prison works um, like, uh, I, for lack of a better uh, example, you know, like an Attack on Titan, how like e there are different cities between different walls, and that's all going to like the main city in the center. 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what if that our prison complex is like that? So you are your scientist. You have to get your animal out there, make it big and strong and all this stuff. And then you go try attacking the first wall and you find out the first wall has mini guns and barbed wire that then you have to fight and your character dies because it your monster dies because it wasn't prepped for those things evolutionary wise. So then in your next run, you make it you make it evolve to conquer that first wall. Boom, you got through the first wall, but now at the second wall, it's completely electrified and has a, a lava pit. Now you need to evolve your monster even more to be able to get through the first and second wall. So it's a constant, like, making it to where your monster is evolved to perfe perfectly get through each of these walls. And you, your prison cell, is in the center of this complex. And the only reason your animal was able to get out uh, from all those walls was because it starts off so small. Yeah, so I was yeah, able yeah. to like get through the rocks and stuff. So because I think most people would be like, well, why don't you just have it spawn like right in front of you? It's it's a lot like that one. That one game is it evolve where your your monster starts off so small and like puny and can't really do much of anything. And then it, as it feeds on things, it can grow bigger and then it can become more of a nuisance for the yeah. hunters. Yes. Uh, evolve would, of course, also be does evolve count as a breed and feed. No, Evolve was that asymmetric game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it was an asymmetric. It was an asymmetric with a breed and feeds thing because like your character, your monster is feeding to get better. And if I remember correctly, I think you there is like a tree of skills you can manipulate. Gr I don't know. I never played that game. Consuming things because... and evolving does not make a breed and feed. You there needs to be the offspring component. Spore uh... is a, spore is a picture perfect breed and feed. Yeah, that's. Breed and feed. <laughs> I can't. I can't not hear you say breed and seed, because I just yeah. Know that's you're unfortunate. Kind of, that's because <laughs> we're on like cell phones in the 21st <laughs> fucking century. Because well, it's I 2021. Also, I, also think... I live in the wilderness, and we're on a cell phone connection. So all of our consonants <laughs> kind of sound the exact same, don't they, bud? Well, it's also because I know you. You're you're kind of like an irreverent kind of guy. Which, you know, love that about you. You're fun, dude. <laughs> so I just assumed to a seed because I know you. <laughs> breed and seed. Hey, Blake, a breed and seed is a completely different type of game. <laughs> okay, I think we got the main gameplay there. Do we want to go to another one? Yeah, hit me with another one. We got a lot of bangers this week, so yeah, I want we to just a lot. do a so bunch we, of we lightning do... rounds. Yep, yep, yep. All right, this one will be nice and quick. Um, So I have a little backstory on this one. I've actually held on to this mission for the past, like, three weeks, and we've yet to... <laughs> Well, because we've yet to get to it, and like I've been, I've been, I just every week I think about it. And I'm like, I'm gonna get to this episode, get to it this episode, get to it this episode, and I never do. So I made sure that this is my first submission this week. This one comes to us from our longtime uh, uh, fan and patron, Coco Snow at Connorain, a sea shanty game. Sorry, a sea shanty rhythm adventure game called High Seas, letter C with an S. So oh, that's good. So what I'm thinking is, is um. Because I still don't quite understand it, but apparently we're in the sea shanty phase of this quarantine, which <laughs> is pretty lighthearted. I love this. You know, it's, you know, uh, I think that's a fun, I think that's a fun vibe. So what I'm thinking is, is if we can, can we do a sort of rock band system where everybody has their own mic and you are given famous sea shanty songs and rather than it's a performance based thing where like you're at a concert you're performing for a cantina or something your boat is powered by how well you are singing this song and the whole point you is, is you're trying to get band, your but with raid mechanics with raid mechanics so you're thinking yeah. like you want to do are... like you want to do massive multiplayer online Oh. Team-based sea shanties, yeah. Is that oh. where this is going? You're you're thinking Sea of Thieves, but all of it's music-based. So no, it's I'm like... not thinking Sea of Thieves. I'm thinking Guitar Hero. But what if there was a bunch of little Guitar Hero, a rock band things, and mm. everyone had to sing together? Okay, and then that's what moves the boat. That's what fires the cannons. That's what you know this or that. Well, uh, but how do you how do you do that though? Because it would it be, uh oh, you know what you could do. Um, this is how this is how it works. This is how it works. So say you have your team of four and you all have like rock band mics and you're on your boat and another boat comes towards you and, and maybe it's and maybe it's another MMO team or it's just like a scripted event. So basically what happens is the 
um, when each person kind of like each voice controls a different aspect of the boat. So like player number two controls the cannons, player number one controls like the steering and whatever. And depending on how well you're singing is how well that goes. When a specific maneuver or attack is needed, that person's mic becomes isolated and all the other ones are muted on the TV. So they oh, go yeah, into and they a, get solo. a solo. Yeah, and that added pressure because I know if I were like singing in front of friends and like or singing together with friends and then everybody else's like mics get cut and I'm the only one that can be heard, I would just feel so much pressure. I would feel like so fucking on the spot. And then that's where like the wavering voice happens. That's where like the real test of skill, because like when people like feel that pressure and get through it, they'll be like, yeah, I totally fucking nailed that solo, bro. Um, So would it be like each song is a different mission because i don't necessarily see this working as an mmo but i can definitely no, see I... it being like a a a world tour game but each mission is like is like scripted adventures so like your first I'm mission or your first it's like a ranked like e like an esport style format you load in you queue in with your four friends you're going to be pitted against mm -hmm. another team of four people i'm imagining mm -hmm. this is like a battle of the bands type game you okay. could queue up alone and be randomly generated with three other randos, but come on, we I, all want to queue up with our homies. I don't think there's, I don't think there's a whole lot of legs to do that. I feel like that could be a mechanic. And you don't think there's a lot of legs in singing sea shanties better than other people? I, I think you could do that, but I think people would want to experience more than that because just just going head to head is not the pirate life. It's not just the pirate life. It's also about getting treasure. It's also about like uh, braving wicked storms and shit like that. And I feel I feel just doing person versus person gameplay, I think, is not utilizing the concept to its fullest. But I do want to say, building on what you're saying, doing doing some yes and if we have a or when we have a player versus player mechanic, it's just like that scene from fucking uh, at World's End. Or is it at World's End? What's the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie where there's the world where there's the vortex happening and it's the two ships like circling around the vortex firing cannons at each other while and, they're and both Jack like Sparrow and uh, Davy Jones are having a sword fight on one of the masts. God, yeah, dude, and don't also the so... other people are getting and also the other people are getting married in that moment. That fucking moment slaps so goddamn hard as a movie moment, and I I I have yet to see anything so fucking bombastic, but at the same time like. Wow, I have so much feels right now. I there have is no so better film trilogy than the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. Uh, a lot of people from Star Wars would disagree with you. I, I don't I care about their opinions. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying, right? It's just if we do player versus player, each of you are that ship. And depending on how well you do... Um, during the singing, it's like you're trying to survive the longest or like the loser gets sucked into the whirlpool while the other one manages to steer clear of it. Yeah, so and it's like just different like, tracks will have different giant set pieces, right? Because it's yeah. all about a bunch of different sea shanties. So like maybe you want to, you can load in and it is a PvP thing, but it's a randomization mm -hmm. of like what tracks are going to come up, what set pieces you're going to be able to do. And we're going to, it's going to have one of those like minimalistic designs that all the music games have these days. So we'll be able to mm -hmm. just, you know, plant pirate ships wherever we want it's a minimalist pirate ship whatever all right all right aj what's your favorite sea shanty right now because guess what we're singing it live live right here the nickelback rockstar sea shanty version that what? they just released like a week and a half ago wait nickelback did a sea shanty version no of rockstar it. yeah nickelback wait hold rockstar sea shanty what that, also that doesn't that doesn't count Fuck you. Uh, you can't come in here and be like, oh, what's your favorite one? And tell me. Well, sea shanty, I think sea shanties are like, I, I feel like a defining thing about them is that each of those songs is like a hundred years old or hundreds of years old. Like Drunken Sailor is an old song. At least I'm pretty sure. I don't Actually know how old the Wellerman one is. Hey, man, the... you can't do this to me. You can't change the rules on me in the middle of it. Yeah, I'm, you're, just, I can't, you're just mad you because you I can't... had such a good answer in my pocket. You were hoping to catch me out. You can't gatekeep sea shanties. They're for everyone. They're pirate. They represent pirates. They don't listen to They're the rules. They're for everybody. Also, I will admit, honestly, I'll, okay, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll, I'll expose myself a little bit here. I actually don't, don't like the Rockstar sea shanty version very much. You don't like just, the Rockstar? 
No, because here's the thing. I've been singing Rockstar by Nickelback for years. It's one of the greatest mm. songs ever made, in my opinion. That's incorrect. It's one of the oh. most relatable tracks out there. It has a sing it has a sing-along ability that is just intoxicating. It's like a top <laughs> 10 karaoke jam. And you know it's true. There's absolutely no one out there that would listen to Rockstar by Nickelback and think, I think this is a I think that they hold bad ideas. No. <laughs> I honestly cannot Everybody remember feels ever Rockstar by Nickelback in their soul. I cannot remember listening to that song. Like, I remember, like, you know what's so weird is growing up, my mom and dad were both really into Nickelback. But just for some reason, I can't remember any Nickelback songs. I remember more like my mom was really, my mom was like a hardcore goth chick when she was young. Um, so she was like very into Rob Zombie, Nine Inch Nails and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. so I remember more like Rob Zombie tracks from when I was like six than I do Nickelback tracks for Can't some really reason. Can't really bring Rob Zombie to a karaoke club, can you? Anyway, I don't like the Sea Shanty yeah, Nickelback version because the cadence on the, on the, uh, chorus is just feels bad because it's all Sea Shantyified. And so I like, I want to duck and weave those notes the right <laughs> way and they don't. Well, you and I, 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 I did promise for both of us to sing a Sea Shanty live on air with our horrible we don't have phone to. Connection. do you want to do the next submission you want to do it what now <laughs> we don't have to sing we could just do the next submission oh come on we could uh, have, when have we ever sung on the podcast i think that'd be fun blake if we were to sing nickelback's <laughs> rock star we would get hit with a dmca i'm concerned that we would do it too good <laughs> you're right you're right you're right i don't i i don't want to uh we lose the five cents week... of monetization we make on our youtube versions Ex of these things exactly also literally this week we just <laughs> Wait, had to watch metallica not be able yeah, to play their I was own just music about to say, aj if we did it fucking twitch would replace our shit with some casual fucking 8-bit music <laughs> you know what aj wait a second yeah, let's do a little explanation on that. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Welcome to Spiritual Successor, sometimes a game news podcast. So earlier this week, Twitch had like BlizzCon. They were like, oh, we love Blizzard now again. Oh, Blizzard's cool again, guys. Forget all that horrible uh -huh. shit they did in 2019. Yeah. Um, and so Blizzard had Metallica come on for part of their live show stream. And when Metallica said, all right, y'all, time to play some heavy Metallica shit. Yeah, they had to cut the you. audio on the Twitch live stream and use royalty free music that you could find on a cursory google search it was bizarre the clips you can find of it feel fake and oh, it's God. wild it was just the funniest thing because because it's just so fucking funny because when you picture metallica you picture like a bunch of old like you don't have to picture metallica dudes. you can see them in the clips yeah they're, i know they're well, playing well, no. the music <laughs> well no 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 when you when you see the image of metallica like which is like a traditional like kind of metal like very dark uh band and then you just have this very it feels like a fucking opening to a youtube family vlog and i just i <laughs> laughed so hard because i saw i was at work i was in the middle of doing work i or i wasn't in the middle of doing work because i was watching this twitch thing and <laughs> i just bust out laughing with all these people around me because so i'm just i just watching metallica <laughs> just fucking absolutely just be serious and jamming and then it's just this royalty free ad friendly music i don't know how it got happened it was, i don't it was know so how beautiful. we're it in was, hell I, I don't know man like well here's the thing um when it comes to things like that i i get why they did it and the way it works is is every song um that is royalty free has to be submitted to the platform so the platform knows what not to flag i think what happened was is they did not submit those to their algorithm because like when you buy royalty free music from something like uh epidemic sound or artlist.io all of those tracks have been submitted to be royalty free that way it, you this is a little known fact don't you're green lighting this. the tracks so that they're not automatically flagged yes yes so that way if like it, there have been times where like you and i are doing a short film or you know doing some trailer or something like that and my subscription to epidemic is down but i can still download a set number of songs and use them and they won't get flagged because epidemic has already delisted all of those from being you know flaggable 
So yeah, and Metallica it, shit yeah. is like marked as like if you hear this melody, even yeah. like uh, even just like three notes of it, flag that shit, get rid yeah, of it. And and I think I think for some fucking and that's the part that's just so lazy and funny to me is that the fact that they knew ahead of time that Metallica was gonna be there and didn't flag their music, or it, what could have happened actually is that they didn't know how to take away the royalty free without preventing other people from also streaming the Metallica thing. Cause there are like those things of like people are capturing the stream and then restreaming it elsewhere. I think they were trying. I didn't, I don't think they knew how to cancel one, but flag the other ones that are doing, uh, you know, pirate streams or whatever. Um, which is so wild hey, and Blake, so weird. Hear me out, bud. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me <laughs> we, out. We gamify this. <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking? Obviously, the sea shanty song that we're creating, it's going to be mm -hmm. a very good game. Very good, very cool, very awesome game. Here's the thing yeah. that I'm realizing that during our developing process, we didn't bother thinking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We didn't think about streamers, did we? Because yeah, fuck them. Why would we? So here's what I'm proposing. <laughs> our yeah. sea shanty songs. Mm-hmm. We have online esports PvP. <laughs> We have incredibly <laughs> cool animated action sequences for all of yeah. our game. Yeah, we have yeah. an incredible rock band system to which you can sing along with and get those jams. Mm -hmm. The music? No rights. No rights for those tracks. <laughs> if you start streaming this thing, you're getting royalty-free songs about, put in place. How, how about how about how about you? How about how about this? How about this? I wanna I wanna put even more stank on it because I feel like that's the easy way in. I wanna put our players in a really rock in a hard place predicament so you can stream this game but if you sing too well guess what you're gonna get flagged <laughs> so you have to sing well enough to play the game and succeed at the game but if you sing too good guess what bastard we're take we're flagging that we're flagging that all those thousands of views you just got they're gone your your whole the all that time that you spent building this community and it's gone it's gone forever and there's nothing you can do about it for these tracks but you, just, you better do it bad you better do you better, it bad or we will but, destroy your career but guess what if you do it bad you're not going to excel at the game and people aren't going to watch your stream so it's just going to be this high octane like walk this fine line it's like being a pirate it's like this high octane thing but like any like moment you could die a pirate like being a pirate dude it's just like at any moment you can your ship can sink and you're gonna be you're gonna be fed to the waves beneath you or you're gonna get caught by people uh, <laughs> what was the, the name law of the, the, law, the is law just a second away <laughs> yeah. any moment it could strike <laughs> go be free be true to yourself find the rush that you want from seeing sea shanties with your friends despite uh the the rampant and miss the rampant and abusive music industry making our lives a hellscape in the digital age go be free but watch out be, be free uh and f be free within our borders <laughs> <laughs> and then you get you know it's so fucked up because you could make this match like pirate life like fully because remember there were some pirates that were like legal pirates they were like because britain was a piece of shit and they were like yeah you could be pirates towards our enemies and we won't charge you for it. So could you do a thing of like anybody that's Twitch sponsored? It's like a legal pirate. Like they can oh, sing as well as they want. Are we going to excuse the Twitch partners? <laughs> of fucking course we're going to permiss <laughs> Twitch affiliates. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that one, oh. that one fucking dweeb with the blue hair and the headband. That absolute misogynistic <laughs> shithead. We're never going to flag him. Uh, you know, I was worried there for a second. I thought we were gonna make a fun game again. Nah, man, we gotta make something. Gotta keep true. <laughs> you ready for another submission? Yeah, I would. I would love another submission. <laughs> this comes from Philip Carlson on Twitter at Revolution B or at Revolution Nut B. A fighting mm -hmm. game where you're two astronauts trying to punch and kick in the vacuum of space. Oh, interesting. So it's basically, is this kind of like, um, are you, is this like our game? I forget what it was fast and loose where like every action you take has a reaction to yourself. 
but so like, Fast and it, Loose but it's was, not our, was our incredibly soft body first person shooter. This yeah. is a game. I want this to be like a side by side fighter game, but your mm-hmm. characters are stuck in the vacuum of space and you have no real way of moving. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, you know what? Actually, hold on. Let me think about this a different way. Mm-hmm. Blake, we all have white whales. Yeah. One of my What's one of my white whales, one of my many gamer white whales is the movement system when you're in space in Dead Space 2 and 3. Oh yeah. God, those games rocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I totally get you. Now, what if we'd made a video game <clears throat> where you were in the vacuum of space and you had the movement controls of Isaac Clarke in space in Dead Space 2 and 3? But instead let of me, guns, it was a beat 'em up. So you could use the me, super cool and some... convenient tilting mm-hmm. and rotating of the dead space movement system. But then instead, when you hold, hold left trigger to like aim down your sights, your character squares up, and then all of a sudden your buttons start activating your punches instead of your like um, gravity whooshes or your well, let little me, jet let streams let on me, your let robot me throw some stank, Let me throw some stank on this. I feel as much as I loved the dead space. 3D mechanic, I felt like I was you lose where you are pretty frequently. Yeah, that's what makes I it feel, good. Well, no, I think the I that's don't what made think it that so works nice for, is that it was I, so rotation safe and like I, you know, there's no up or down in space. The fact that you could get lost and disoriented is what made it hit so right, Blake. Well, I don't I don't think that would be like I feel you know like the, when you and I were playing that one uh that one fighting game where you can be a bunch of like shonen protagonists not jump force but it was like you were i was playing i think i was playing like naruto and you were playing the dude with like the fire on his forehead and remember like half yeah remember half the game you and i couldn't find each other and how fucking boring that part was i feel like that would happen the whole time so hear me out hear me out hear me out it is like capcom versus uh marvel where it's like a side view um fighting game but it does have the free freedom of the vacuum of space and you have a limited amount of air in your tank. So every movement you do has to be calculated. You can't move indefinitely. So basically every time like every round you start off with a free with a full tank and that full tank of air is what propels you or moves you, you know, via, you know, dead space. So you have to do a fighting game where all of your moves are limited. Guess what? If you going in for your final punch and they manage to block it, guess what? You're a sitting duck now. All you can do is just stand where they want you to and they can just move around you and beat the shit out of you. So would that so it's just something like that, or do you want, because we're trying to make cool games that should not be made and stanky, do we want to do the thing where they just constantly can't find each other? And then if, if they run hmm. out of air, guess what? They're both just stuck at random points in this going, giant... If we're going to do the side-scroller type game, I think that there should be no boosters, and that you just kind of have to punch and kick and hope that you'll get towards your enemy. Very slow burn, frustrating <laughs> gameplay. Okay. If, if we do, do that... a 3D style, then I think that perhaps the fighting causes characters to fly away from you in the same way that the J Stars or the Bondi Namco style fighting games make the characters mm-hmm. fly super duper duper far away. But then we add in the there is no up flight system of the Dead Space video game. Okay. Uh, I want to throw the problem one little is thing I, on a it fighting then. game where we use the movement system of Dead Space 2 and on an oxygen tank system and that you have to go around and you punch people real good and then they fly away super far is a game mm-hmm. that sounds dope as hell to play. A fighting game that's a 2D fi- fighter that you have to hope that you drift towards your enemy. Mm-hmm. Very funny. Well, you know what would be fun? Um, just to add a little bit of stank on this, uh, you use the dropkick system where it's one punch is all it takes is to defeat that enemy so it'll be ah. like it's a it's a scramble to find each other and you're using up your oxygen at the same time and if you run out of oxygen then you're basically a sitting duck and all they need to do is just like go behind you and nothing personal kid punch you in the back of the head um with that does that sound good like it's it, that way the rounds are like still like it's a scramble to find each other and get like the the, that one punch on them so it's the 3d movement system where you're just trying to get the jump on your enemy yeah i think so like yeah, i'm imagining there's gonna be i imagine the there's gonna be like a bunch of debris, just, right? like, moving around yes 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 if it's a 3d movement system game then like yeah it's it's a bunch of debris it's a bunch of things that you can hide around and hide through and hide behind and it's essentially a dog fighting game but with a very satisfying movement system that rules <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, hell yeah. Okay, okay. That's a game. You want me to give you another one? Yes, please. All right. This one comes to us from Caleb. All day, all bay. Martin, cooking Jerry from accounting. Wait. Are they mentioning Jerry? Jerry from accounting? We fucking hate that guy. Give me another submission, Caleb. All right. This one also comes from Caleb. A game that uses your collection of figurines and body pillows as, as amiibo. Much better, Caleb. I appreciate you. We do not mention Jerry from accounting in this house. We do not accept Jerry propaganda. Okay. Figurines. I, I'm not too interested in because that's already been done. That's what amiibos are. They're figurines. People collect them. All that good stuff. Body pillows, on the other hand, now that's something to collect. What, picture this, AJ. It's 2000. Uh, when did Toys R Us not? When was Toys R Us still open? To picture it, it's 2017. You walk into a Toys R Us. It's beautiful. Beautiful speckles of color and toys and figurines all around you. And then on the far end, right where those collections of... Uh, of uh, pre-owned $20 Xbox One games, there's just a rack of every body pillow imaginable. And each one of them has like a little sensor in it on like the on the back of the pillow or on the corner of the pillow that allows you to scan them into whatever amiibo game you're playing. So this is like Skylanders, but with body pillows. And you know what this means though, is are we gonna get body pillows of our own original characters? <laughs> Or, or are we gonna create? Or is it just a body pillow of every like? I mean, like, what would you say? I think I it's feel like body pillows come from anime as body pillows of our OCs. Mm. But as mm -hmm, we get mm -hmm. crossover events, we get as fake we get go. that good, good. Yeah, we get that fake go crossover event. <laughs> we get that good, good. Um, what's that one anime that's really hot right now? Um, Rent a girlfriend. We get that rent a girlfriend crossover. <laughs> okay, so is this a fighting and game? Because I feel like most amiibo. I don't give a shit what the video game plays like. It could be Skylanders for all I care. What I want to do is the body <laughs> pillow itself can be scanned. We're going okay. to have official gamified body pillows that people mm -hmm. will have to go out and purchase and probably throw on a body pillow of themselves and just you know take a little snuzz with. In fact, perhaps we will gamify that if they snuzz the with sleeping. the body pillow, they get more points. <laughs> it's like it's like keeping your DS on to count your walks or what is it called? Like your pass by shit? Yes, it's you the keep it <laughs> just like you would have the 3DS to count all your steps. You have a special made body pillow with different anime people on it. And if you're sleeping, it has like a sensor to detect body heat. And so if you're sitting there with your body heat radiating on it, you're going to get some points. <laughs> okay so is this gamifying sleep like are you because <laughs> we're gamifying sleep finally because like you know, there's always been like oh pokemon go we've uh, gamified going for walks whatever uh-huh uh-huh uh -huh. pokemon teeth brushing you we've gamified brushing our teeth yeah cool 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 i'm still gonna stay up super late just like brushing my teeth super hard to like you know Grind. I gotta grind. I gotta brush those teeth super good and get all my good, good green guard points. I, I picture like we're sitting, we're sitting and like about to do a destiny raid, and it's like it's like wicked early. It's like six p.m. right, and we're all like geared up, like, hey man, everybody, everybody logging in to do uh to do our raid, like Lucy, Brooke, Andrew, all of them. They're like, yeah, we're logging in. We're like, hey, where's AJ? Like, oh no, he's grinding right now. I'm like, it's like six o'clock. Like, what do you what do you mean? It's like he's grinding right now. He's sleeping with his body pillow. He's got to rack up those sleeps, man. What if, got he's got to rack up those Z's points, the Z points. I gotta give those Z points. Yes, thank you, <laughs> Z points. <laughs> and then you can spend Z points to upgrade your characters in game. What is the game? Uh -huh. Again, I do not care. We can talk about that in a little bit, though. I, I want to focus on the peripheral. The peripheral is a body pillow that is specially uh -huh. made by us. Yes, you sleep with it. You get up the good points. Um, a -A perhaps it I has have... a snooze detector. So if you're snoring, you get extra points. That's how they know that you're not just well, laying in bed cuddling. Okay, this, is, this, this is what you do. This is what you do. Because... Um, I've been trying to get a little bit more fit lately, and I'm wearing this fitness watch. And actually, the fit, most fitness watches have a – it detects when you sleep and how deeply you sleep. So how what I'm thinking is – uh, there's like a sensor on the back of it that like keeps track of your pulse control and all that and it also keeps track of like how little you move and shit like that but that's beside the point what I'm saying is is the body pillow itself has its own sensor so it can tell like it, body heat measurements and all that other stuff and then you also have to wear a watch while you sleep 
and that keeps track of your pulse and other stuff that way that way you can't cheat the system by keeping this this body pillow near an oven or something like that because i'm sure there are people that would try and cheat this system here's the fucking stank aj because this is i want to i want to make so much money and i want to <laughs> I want it to it's be wild. only the nudie body pillows that we're selling, right? No, we no, 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 no. I don't want. Okay, I know this is a joke thing, but I don't want to be fucking disgusting on this podcast. Okay, we're not doing. <laughs> I'm not. I know. I want. I want to be oh, oh, slightly irreverent and fun and all that shit. I don't want to talk about nudie body pillows. You Sorry. want to class up the body pillow market? I get it. No, yeah. we're trying to de-alienate <laughs> that brand. We're trying to yeah. bring it back to a level that like is an acceptable hobbyist yeah. type thing. I no, want. I, I get want. It. You're so I right. Want this. I want this to be a thing where people can like walk into a room and see a body pillow and not be like, oh, it's just a body pillow. Okay, whatever. Because body yeah, pillows I, are fine. You want to rebrand these whatever. things so that when, I, when my mom comes in and sees that I have a body <laughs> pillow of an anime girl, my mom thinks, I'm so glad he's yeah. getting some good sleep. <laughs> You're, well, your body pillow is a little bit different, admittedly. Well, we're not talking about that one now, are we? We're talking about the one we're building in this fictional game. Uh, okay. We're okay. trying to create body pillows our moms can be proud of. Yeah. <laughs> that's the slow, That's the long line. Body a body pillow must... you can bring home to meet your parents. <laughs> bring home to your parents. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's the stank, though. Here's the stank, though. Because this is, this is a game that... Okay. Okay, 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 okay. So the point is, is that you sleep with these body pillows and you rack up, uh, <laughs> you 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 rack up Z points, and those Z points can be used to maybe. Uh, oh, here you go. You can buy a new sleeve for that body pillow. So it's like, hey, they get the. Uh, let's say it's Saber from Fate. You get the first uh, outfit of her, which is like her and her fucking sweet armor and big ass sword. The next outfit you get is like her when she's uh, when she's helping at the cooking restaurant, like, and she's just like really sweet and cute. No, and awesome. These are skins in game, correct? Or are these no? Like these are you can unlock things? actual actual like new sleeves for that body pillow. Okay, here's what I'm going to tell you then. I think that mm -hmm. when you you get those points and you can unlock physical purchases in the same way that Destiny yeah, had this incredible yeah, yeah. thing where if you uh, Destiny 2's Bungie store, you have to complete in-game challenges and then you can unlock the ability to purchase clothing from their Bungie store. Yes, uh, this yes, is yes. usually a raid jacket. So if you beat the new Destiny raid within the first week, you'll get a special code. You can then take mm -hmm. that code and gain the ability to purchase a jacket from Bungie.net. This is the mm -hmm. thing that they do. It's super dope. It's super cool. I love it's really that. common. I know. I know. Fate does that with like their trading cards. Like you go to the arcade and you play the game. Uh, and, like, and no, then you can... the way Fate work, the Fate Grow arcade works is when you put in money, you actually get a physical card out of the machine. That's no, you why actually... the machine hasn't been oh. localized. I thought you actually had to pay additional for the cards. I thought that was oh, the whole do point you? of it. I yeah, I'm pretty maybe. sure you have to pay to print them. But either way, either way, they get based. it. Anyway, this isn't, it's this the isn't idea the, that you this have isn't to do in-game successes so that you can buy mm. real-world things from the yes. digital store. But this isn't the stink. This isn't the stink. This is what I'm getting at here. You can only sleep with one body pillow at a time. Here's the thing about people who own body pillows and figurines, AJ. Nobody just owns one. You got to like divvy up your time. And here's the thing. If you don't give enough time to that one specific body pillow, guess what? They become they become uh, they become inert. You can't get their, any sleep points with them anymore. Their stats start to drop. Their stats drop. And eventually, if it's you've gone like uh, uh, like 48 hours without sleeping with one of those body pillows. Guess what? They no longer accept points and you can't unlock new things for them. They just become a regular ass pillow again. And get, it's a pillow worth how much does a body pillow cost? Because it should cost like double that body pillow. Let's no say it's idea. like 60 bucks. So like this is like buying uh, a ring fit adventure. So it's like $120. I don't think okay, that's yeah, how yeah, much yeah. ring fit adventure costs. Ring fit costs $80. So we'll use that scale. <clears throat> buying one of these okay. pillows costs 80 bucks. Yep. 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 And then you also and then <laughs> So you have to figure out how to divvy up your time because I feel like so many people would want to own so many different body pillows and then you'd have to like build out an because Excel the sheet of your are schedule to in-game characters. Yes, yes. So you have to like like any dating game or any sort of like uh, investment time like Persona, I think, is a great example. You have a limited amount of time to spend with whoever you want. And that's the person you and if you don't spend that time with them, that relationship cannot grow. You can't reach like 100 percent on it. You can't unlock all of those viable 
uh, sheets for the pillow and other various things. So it's just so what does I the picture... game look like then? Right? If if we've created the idea that like thematically, AJ, what our does game, sleep look like? Our game actual game like the gameplay with our peripheral looks like uh-huh. you you select a body pillow. We understand that we will be spending a lot of amount of time with this pillow. Mm-hmm. Um, probably so that we can get those Z points so we can level them up in game or purchase uh, different skins for that think, body. Pillow. I don't think there's an in-game thing. I think this is just like purely like you get a phone and it just shows you your in-game character and maybe it shows them like being static or whatever. Um, uh, you know, just oh, like so a, you want to do this as like a Tomagotchi. Yeah, it's basically Tomagotchi, except it's like a body pillow that your mom would approve of. Uh, yes <laughs> yes <laughs> okay blake we're at 53 minutes i think it's about time we need to figure out what our nug is god we said we were gonna do like we were gonna do lightning round stuff this week but we didn't do anything aj can we do some lightning round stuff can we do like can we just like hey we got we got three minutes per submission and then we just go for it three minutes per submission if we even do three of them then we're at nine more minutes on this podcast and yeah we and still then you need and i can talk about our I nug can, and then you and i can wrap up yeah what well, we figured out okay how about this how about this you give me one more and i give you one more and we all do right, like one two more minutes. each all right your turn your turn go ahead go ahead this comes from our reddit again this comes from polaris gears a fun and friendly kart racing game where you constantly are fighting the inner urge of a first person shooter yeah. Okay, so wait a second. I like it's the, Gran the, Turismo. It's Gran Turismo, but you notice that when mm. you sit down to play Gran Turismo, you go into your first person camera and what's this? You have a crosshair in the middle of the screen. Well, that doesn't mm-hmm, seem mm-hmm. right. And then mm-hmm, you look to mm-hmm. your left and you're like, "Oh god, the crosshair went with me." And then you you know, you're just playing a racing game, nor like a normal racing game, but if you mm-hmm, move mm-hmm. that right analog stick down so you can look at your lap or maybe to your gear shift, you notice what's that? A gun in the passenger seat. No, okay. don't do it. Don't do it. But- okay, hold on, hold on. I, I have some stank in, I have some stank on this for you. You know like when we're playing Mario Kart and we do that game where you can't drink and drive at the same time? Yes. Yeah, you can't drive and shoot at the same time. So you have to stop your car completely to take up, take up aim on that gun and fire. So it's a constant give and take of like, oh, I'm going to do a little bit of damage, but I'm also going to like stay in front. And you can only shoot at things that are in front of you. So you can't just do a thing where you get really ahead of people and then shoot behind you. You have to like stop what you're doing and like aim and shoot at cars that are yes. slowly like getting and distance every, on you. So every stank. car only has one game and it's a sniper rifle with an incredible <laughs> amount of zoom. So the idea being that like the, the gameplay loop is a constant decision between A, continue driving or B, stop the car, aim your sniper rifle, shoot somebody's tires out. God, That's the see, only that... two like decisions that you have in this game. <laughs> see, I like that because it, none of the tracks are like straight away. So it's like there's always turns. So you have like a yes. millisecond to take a shot you can't just like mm-hmm, post mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. while somebody's going on a straightaway in front of you okay cool game that's a game all right this one comes to us on reddit from roldford hideo kojima teaches typing aj i don't know i don't know if you knew this but did you know the final cutscene of death stranding is three hours long it's like yeah, two actually it's like it's, a kojima it's game. like it's two hour 40 minutes guess what guess what they won't talk unless you type out the words that they're saying so it's a hideo <laughs> it's a so there's Hideo Kojima's game. It's all one big cutscene, and basically you have to type out, and it's all timed. So if you don't type out that whole sentence in the in the time that it would like it would take a regular person to say it, guess what? You don't get that piece of information. You just gotta you just gotta go the rest of the game without knowing that story. So now, do you, <laughs> are you told what you need to type out at least? Or are you yes, told it, it like letter it show, by letter? I guess I guess I guess it Maybe shows you're told you, letter by oh, letter what it yeah, is. Like you see it come up on the good. screen, so you have to type mm. super duper fast. And then once you've completed the sentence, then they say it. How about it? How about this? It shows you word by word. So it'll be like, hey, it's like, um, I'm taking the bomb to the volcano. So it show you. So I'm, you see the word. As soon as I'm you're done saying taking. I'm, and then. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. So it's just a Hideo Kojima long ass cutscene. It stars uh what's that one guy he like super had a crush on? Uh uh Mads Mickelson is finally the lead the lead star of this game because I know he just always wants him to be his lead star. Yeah, that's what he wanted. <laughs> 
That's what he wanted. So it's Mad Mickelson uh, on some sort of sci-fi horror adventure, and you have to type out everything. And I'm wondering if you could do a thing too, where there because there will be scenes where nobody is talking. You actually Hear have to type out, out the no, you have to type out the sound effects as well. So it'll be yes, like, yes, yes. <laughs> like I think monster this noises. Game wouldn't even be like a sci like a super high sci-fi adventure because I want to make sure that our character is typing a lot and a lot and a lot. And I know yeah. that our boy Kojima loves to write. I think it's a yeah. courtroom drama set placed in a sci-fi world. With uh, oh. all sorts of sci-fi things. So, oh shit! The amount of typing you're going cool. to be typing and ticking away so 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 much. Oh fuck! I would play the shit out of that actually. Perhaps <laughs> I, actually, I, instead of teaching <laughs> typing on how to, oh, here it is, here it is, here it is. Instead of teaching typing on like how to type your normal word keyboards, it teaches typing in the way that like you know how courtrooms have the little machine that they have to type in. It's it's a phonetic keyboard rather than like a letter keyboard. So it has mm -hmm. a different alphabet than what we normally use because they're typing out a different language, essentially. Mm -hmm. This game is teaching you how to type on one of those. So you're the little person that takes all the notes in a courtroom. So everybody's like talking, 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 but nothing matters if they've said it because it's not in the documents unless you write it down. So you have okay. to catch everything that is said in the speed that the characters would say it. Okay, okay. Okay, well, I, I don't like that because then it removes the whole thing of, like, if you don't type it, you're still listening to the story, so you're not missing out on anything. It's just, like, a matter of – it just becomes, like, oh, make sure Blake, you Blake, get, Blake. get enough. There's good endings and bad endings. If you don't oh. succeed the mission, you'll just oh. the game will continue and you'll just get the bad end, I guess. Oh, so it's based on how what percentage you get. So like, hey, your average is that you get 70% of the words correct or whatever or or, or No, not a percentage 70%. thing. There will be key lines that people will say and if you do not get those key pieces of evidence from when they're on trial, then in mm -hmm. 3 days when they try to double back and look at the court records if you didn't write it down, that oh. guy's going to get off scot-free because there's no oh, official rec like See, recording that he said, yes, I did it. I did it. It was me, actually. I was the one that did it. You I like weren't this, fast enough I like this. It does not give you any hint that that's what's going to happen. Correct. So it's so you have to play through, like, it's Kojima, so 10 hours of gameplay just to have that one thing resolved. Uh -huh. <laughs> be like, oh, fuck, that thing I did 10 hours ago. Man, oh, fuck, shit. Okay, cool. That's a game. What's our what's our nug? What is our nug? Let's I look think, over I at think, some nugs. I think high seas is pretty good. Like high, high seas like is very good. Yeah, this mm -hmm. rhythm based video game that if you do too good, we will DMC strike you one hundred. <laughs> no, Twitch Twitch will DMC strike you. That's true. Twitch, we didn't do it. That's not us. That's you playing with your fate. <laughs> hey Blake, I know we're joking about this, but is this not? Here's kind of what what's sucks already about happening. <laughs> I feel like this is dangerously close to a reality, right? There has to be a rhythm game out AJ, there. That, like... AJ, AJ, it's the suck yeah? force at work, baby. It's the suck force at work. Yeah, you suck and I force at work. Let's, let's book it. Yeah, let, <laughs> let's go ahead and put a seal on this. High C's? <laughs> high C's. Yeah, or, uh, it's high at letter C uh, apostrophe S. I like it. High C's, yeah. a shanty-based rhythm game that we've gone through none of the legwork to legalize any of. Well, like, we legalized <laughs> the right to get the songs for the game, but not to stream it. Good luck. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we could do? We could release, like Cyberpunk did, a stream-friendly version. And it's just... <laughs> It's just that royalty free. None it's of it's sea shanty music. music. Yeah, it's none of it's sea shanties. Well, which the, is... the royalty, the, the streamer safe version that we'll release still expects you to sing the music. But again, don't sing it too good. But the backtracks behind it have all been replaced with royalty free music. It's it's drunken sailor put to some fucking royalty free ukulele. And if you sing Drunken Sailor too good, you will get flagged. <laughs> like, it, there is a streamer safe version, but again, it doesn't protect you if you do too good. Yeah. Streamer safe uh, in quotations. <laughs> That's Are a we game. Ready for patch notes? Let's go to patch, patch notes. Hey, everybody, welcome to Patch Notes. As you know, Texas is under a very, 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 very bad storm right now, and people are getting hurt, and they need help. So below, uh, AJ has very kindly prepped some of the links that you can check out with ways to help.
Yeah, there's going to be a list of a couple different articles. You can scroll through and find which ways you feel most comfortable giving your support. I know that giving support can be tough right now, but any little way we can help people out in the Midwest and Central America is a huge help. You know, uh, I understand that this does go outside of Texas. I've heard stories about West Virginia also being in a really bad spot. It is yeah. crazy what is going yeah, on right it's, now. It's, yeah, basically, basically, it's like, yeah, the whole center of the United States is like getting, getting hit with like a huge cold wave. Like in a way that they weren't stuff. expecting, um, yeah. and it's put a lot of people in a lot of really rough spots. I've heard places just losing their water because everything's frozen up. So, yeah. Yeah. again, I'm going to have a list of different links that you can find in our description for this episode. And you can donate and service boost any of these things at your best convenience. Thank you very much for checking it out. We hope you yourself are staying safe out there and take care of yourselves out there. Help anybody you can. Thank yeah. you as always so much for listening. Our intro and outro is Cheap Shop by Anna Monica Uchi. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I've been your other host, Blake Ray. 